This is Canvas. Have you ever been in a place where your ideas and what's my next step is just floating up there in that beautiful brain? While at the same time, fear and doubt are mixing themselves in, leaving you stagnant and foggy. It's like being tossed around in a lightning storm in the middle of an ocean on a beautiful yacht with no navigation, no engines, and no crew. The yacht being your mind, the ocean being your infinite possibilities, and the storm being the noise and distractions that are around you. Breaking the overthinking cycle can be hard and a little daunting at times because it's a form of being stuck. So whether you're a startup or a seasoned business vet, landing your ideas can be difficult. You have to simplify, gain clarity, and make some hard decisions. So I'd like you to keep listening as we take the journey to confront the entrepreneur's arch enemy, Stuck. You're listening to Canvas with Michael Durant, a podcast for fellow flow seekers, visioneers, optimizers, and doers just like you. We're taking life's big journey together by doing and building lives and businesses that makes an impact. I'd like to personally welcome you to Canvas. I want to welcome you to another episode of Canvas with Michael Durant. In this particular episode, we are dealing with the entrepreneur's arch enemy, Stuck. Now, the first thing I want to say is realize something. If you're really tuning into this episode, there are some things that you are trying to figure out within your company, within your business, within your personal life, where you're trying to get past you, get past those things, those ideas, those distractions that are in your head that you're trying to bring out. And just remember something, you're not alone in this. Every business mind, entrepreneur and creative have gone through this. And guess what? You're going to go through it again and again and again. It's a cycle. It's how we grow. It's how we become better. Now, one of the things that I always want to start off with is some key insights because we don't want to go around the bush talking about all these different things that you cannot use. You have to be able to apply this. There must be application to make your world better, to bring that imagination to reality. So think about this. What does those mental blocks, those creative blocks, those nights of not having the ability to sleep, to uh, make those moves that are necessary to become impactful? Most of the time, what's floating in that beautiful brain of ours is worry, fear, lack, change, and sometimes it just feels like it's so big. But think about this. If you was to take all those thoughts, all those things that's going on inside of your head and ask yourself, what is this about? I've always shared uh, with clients and I'll be sharing in many more episodes to come that I go through what I call seasonal detoxes and it's mental detoxes where I'm always trying to renew my mind, trying to make it better, trying to face past pains, also trying to overcome past fears and current fears. So I take a look at my thoughts. I stand back and I look at what I'm thinking. And what I begin to do is, why is this thought here? Or 
If this idea is great, why is it important for me to do it now? Especially over the things that I'm already doing and all the things I have on my table. Is this going to complement? Is it going to make me better? What is it going to do? And when you start thinking about worry, what is truly worry? Worry sometimes is you thinking about the things that you can't even control. Some of your fears and your worry are like two individuals uh, standing on two chairs and you got to walk between them and all it's doing is clanging cymbals. It can't touch you. It can't hurt you. It's just our mindset. It's just our situation, our environment. You have to be able to walk through that worry and ask yourself, what are you worried about? And most of the time when there's worry, you're thinking about money. You're thinking about, you know, failure. You're thinking about the struggle or the sacrifice that has to happen. And if you can face what those things are, you can become better. You can become stronger and you can start to pull what's in your head and put it down on paper and make it into your reality plan for it. I always say this, if architects take the time to map out everything before a builder even touches it, why do you not map out your life, map out your business, map out your ideas? One of my clients had this uh, scenario that he gave me. He said, every time I come up with an idea, I have a 48 hour rule, 48 hours. If an idea hits me, I cut everything out and I take 48 hours and I dive into that idea. I write it down. I write all the things that I could do, no matter how big it is, whether I have the money or not. I write down every single thing that can make that idea into reality. I write down uh, what's going to be the things that can come against it. What could competition do? What are the things that's going to make this big? And what are the things that can make this fail? And I spend 48 hours writing it down. And he said, within those 48 hours, few things are going to happen. I'm going to realize that ah, I really don't want to do this or okay, it's going to keep going further. Those 48 hours are now turning into three days to four days a week because the idea starts to take over a life of its own. When you're stuck, you have to fight through it. You have to force your way through it because sitting there thinking about it, hoping for something without any action What does that mean? What happens when you have no action to all these ideas? Nothing. Scientists, neuroscientists have proven that when ideas pop into our head, they release um, dopamines. And in that, those dopamines that gives you that high, that, that energy to go and push. But after around your sixth day, you now have to face the reality that you have to find a way to continue this, this mission, this, this vision that you've set in your mind to do when you don't have the high anymore for it. That's when you realize whether this is something good or this is something that's going to fail or something you're not going to even finish. I hear so many people come to me saying, I have these great ideas and I'll see them two years later with three other ideas, never completing the first one. And I always say, what happened to the first idea? Was it really the one because you came with all this passion and a lot of people don't realize that passion fades and that's when you have to have willpower. That's when you have to have the discipline to push forward anyway. Do you know what the difference between true successful people and people that do nothing? Successful people do it anyway 
They do the hard things that no one wants to do. They stay up. One of my models used to be when I first started out was I had a picture on the wall and it said, while others dream of great accomplishments is those that stay up that will achieve them. To me, it meant I had to put in some long nights. To me, it mean I had to do a whole lot of tutorials. I had to learn, educate myself and sub-educate myself, not just on the topic I was in, but surrounding topics so I can become better in my craft, in my field. When I, when I was moving in the world of design, I didn't just learn how to become a graphic designer. I learned how to harmonize colors. I understood fonts. I understood placement. And that's why I was able to move up in the world of design into marketing and magazine development and startup development because I became a brand specialist because I also was looking and learning psychology. How do, will this affect the people that seeing it? When you're stuck, you have to open your mind up to the things that you don't know. Because sometimes being stuck is that you just have the lack of the knowledge, the knowledge of the thing that you're dreaming for. Are you reading on it? Are you listening to you know, podcasts? Are you going to seminars to learn that craft? And sometimes we're just trying to think past something we do not have the bandwidth for. We do not have the database for. It's like, you're re you, you, it's like opening up a laptop and you say, I want to activate this program, but the program's not installed. It has the ability to be installed. And then some of us are installing a program, but never learning all the tools and all the systems of that program. But we want the outcome of it. That's what it means to force your way through getting stuck. One of the things that I used to do is if I had a task, I had a campaign or something, I was not able to be creative. I began to look at creative things. I would go into Barnes and Nobles when I had authors and I had to help them craft their book covers and, and come up with new ideas for the campaign. I would go to Barnes and Nobles and I would sit and stare at the bookshelves, see what books popped out to me. What was the colors? What was the fonts? What made me stop and pick up this book? I did the same thing when I was starting my magazine business. I sat right in front of the magazine rack and I just let my eyes go to and fro and whatever magazines popped out, I picked them up. And I begin to jot down what was it about this particular magazine, this image, the wording, the layout that inspired me to pick it up. And I designed based off of that. I do the same thing for my businesses. I'm not saying that I didn't have my own times of being stuck where I had to fight through. And as you know, and you get to know me, I pray my way through a whole lot of things because I just can't do it by myself. What we have to realize, business is a spiritual walk. You're literally bringing something from the invisible into the visible. That's a spiritual component of your life. And you think about all the tactics and all the things that you're trying to do, but you don't realize there's a part of you that has to work in the invisible. That means you have to get clarity. You have to simplify. You have to remove distractions so that your mind can work at an optimal level. Then the other thing you have to think about is change. When you are in this, this mindset of developing an idea, bringing this idea to reality, you have to change because if you haven't done it before, now you have to do things you've never done before. So how can you do this 
without accepting the sacrifices that's going to go along with it. And sometimes that's the worry. What will I have to give up? Will I have to be uncomfortable? And unfortunately, yes. To be an entrepreneur, to be truly a successful entrepreneur, to be a successful creative mind, a business mind, to be a successful father or mother, you have to sacrifice something for that. Time, money, energy, heartbreak, it all is a part of the process. It's what makes you better. You can't run from it. You shouldn't run from it. If anything, you should embrace it and learn, reflect. At the end of each month, I take the time to reflect on the month before, whether I did what I was supposed to do or I didn't. And the way I know I achieved those things, I create a board for myself where I can go and look up the things that I said I was going to do. What did I do? What did I do? I'm sorry, let me say that again. What didn't I do and what did I do? And then I asked myself, why couldn't I do those things? And sometimes it was just distractions. And sometimes I was fighting my own stuck. Because when you're busy, being busy, it's hard to do the things that are best for you. So remember, the things that are going to come up in your mind, you have to think about is, are you worried? Are you fearful? Is there a lack of something? Will you have to change is it too big for you? And the only reason it will ever be too big for you because you're not doing the cycle of growth. Get understanding. I'm sorry, get knowledge, get understanding, activate your wisdom. Get knowledge, get understanding, activate your wisdom. And what that means, if I can break it down and make it a little bit easier, go get the education. Get the education on the thing that you are that's swirling around in your mind what has to happen get the education sometimes it may be i'm trying to build a team well you may need to learn about people because just hiring someone is not going to build a great team you may not even have the vision because most people follow vision or they follow the money and once you start to pay people big bucks a lot of things turn off in their head and they're focused on the money but if you build a vision and they connect with that they'll ride with you all the way think about that Inside of everything that you do, you're going to have these thoughts. They're going to be there. They're going to be testing you. You said you wanted to accomplish this. You said you wanted to do this. You said you had the power. You had the resources to do this. Everything is going to come and test the very thing that you're trying to speak into reality. The very thing you're trying to walk into reality. It is going to happen. And when you're stuck, you fight your way out but you use the tools and the tactics to help you through. You know, there was a, a probably about three weeks ago, we took a trip. Uh, we do uh, a men's retreat where we go out uh, for about three or, three or four days and we usually go camping and we usually ride ATVs. And every time I go out, I always learn something about myself. This particular one, I learned about what it means to take those steps even when fear is facing you in your face. We took a trip and as we were going through the trails and we usually go around 60 something miles, it usually takes us about six hours when we're on these ATV trips. And we came to a particular point we were trying to get to uh, where we would take a break. And it was one of the watchtowers, uh, which was right in between, I would say right around in between Arizona and Utah. It was right on the north rim of the Grand Canyon. So, we stopped and when we looked, when I looked up, there was a hundred foot tower 
And it's a weather tower. It's where an engineer sits at the top and they communicate with all the towers across the valley for hundreds of miles to watch for fires and uh, lightning strikes just to make sure everything is okay. Forest fires, all those things. And immediately the guy said, hey, let's climb up to the top. You're allowed to go to the top of the tower. And immediately in my heart, I said, absolutely not, because that's too high. It wasn't that it was just high. It was open high, meaning there was no walls. It was only railings and stairs that ran down the side of it. Uh, It was on the inside, but it ran down the side and you had to climb all these stairs to each level and eventually to the top, climb through a little door to get at this little booth that sat at the top of this hundred foot tower. What I learned about myself and what I taught myself in facing my fear, as I start to go up the levels, first level was cool. Second level, I start to feel it. Third level, my knees started to buckle and fear literally came over me. The guys had already started going up. We was going three at a time. They were already moving well up the, uh, the tower without any hesitation. And I am literally slowly becoming petrified. Something in me said, don't look down and continue to take one step at a time. You only have to make it to the next level. And that's what I did. Each time I only focused on the next level. I didn't care if it was level four, level five, level six. I was just doing my best to make it to the next level. I took my breath and I continued to climb. The other thing that I realized is that there was someone that went before me and they made it fine. So it gave me confidence that they made it through. This is safe. I continued to climb. When I got about two levels from the top, it was the hardest thing because I realized I had to go through this small door at the top. Small. I didn't walk up and come out of stairs and walk through a door. I had to climb through the bottom of it. And it was hard. I wasn't going any further. And I heard a little voice at the top say, oh, he's still coming, mister. It looks like it's going to take him some time. And it was a little kid at the top of the tower inside of the booth. Now, not only did I hear a little kid, I also realized there's other people up there. It wasn't that big, but I decided to take the journey, made it to the top, walk, walk, uh, climb through the, the bottom of the floor, realized there, there was three other people. So it was a total of six of us stuffed in this little booth. And the engineer decided to say, you know, what, what makes people scared up here is when you shake it and he, he began to shake it. And as he shook it, I didn't get scared anymore because I had overcome some of those first fears that I was getting stuck along the way, but I decided to fight my way through by taking micro steps. And now we're going to move to that part, this part of getting unstuck by here's some things you can do. If you can't take some of the things that I'm sharing with you, then it's going to be very difficult for you to fight through. Even if you have a mentor, something you've listened to, open up some books and they've told you, just do the task. They've gone before you. They've taken that journey. They've climbed those ladders and they're trying to help you up, but you're still trying to figure it out yourself. So one of the first things I want you to do, if you're ever stuck, is extend your hand. Ask for help. If there's someone around you with proof of model, remember that proof of model, Stop asking people that have not done it before, but ask those that have done it before, how did you do it? And when they tell you how they did it, 
do it. Don't try to do everything. Take micro steps. If they give you a plan, if they say, hey, this is some things you need to do. This is some things you need to read. Take the time and do it. Most of the time we don't do it because we've allowed the distractions. Like I said in the beginning of the show, that storm, those distractions to keep us from focusing on what's in front of us. If you really want to be unstuck, listen to those that have already done it and take heed to the discipline, the lessons and the fruit because you can have it also. They went before you. They're just like you. They have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just about what they did with it. The other thing is you have to ask yourself in the midst of these thoughts, these things that are swirling in your head, mixed with great ideas, imagination, but you got fears and doubts. Are you dealing with psychological or lack of skill issues? Psychological mean you may have a mindset that that's saying you shouldn't have more. But yet you have these abilities, you have this drive, but at the end of all those ideas, you feel like you shouldn't have it. You don't deserve it. Well, guess what? If you can't get past that, you can't get past the next level. What about, you know, I raised this money, I lost everything. Why should anyone trust me again? That is the question. Why should they? Are you making yourself more credible? Are you learning from your mistakes? This is how you grow. This is how you become better. You have to ask yourself, am I dealing with this psychologically or I'm dealing with some skill limitations? And if you are dealing with either, you just have to address them. How you address them is you write them down. Write down everything that you're dealing with, good or bad. Write each thing down. If it's a negative thought, write it down so you can get to the core of what that negative thought is. Every single thought in your mind has a root. And guess what? You're not thinking a lot of different things. At the most, you're thinking about seven major things with, at the same time that's swirling around in your mind. And if you write them down and begin to prioritize, what is these thoughts meaning? What can they do for me? How can I get better? What can I grow? What can I prune away? You immediately start moving from the place of stuck. The other thing is going to cost you something. You cannot get to the next level without investing in yourself. You say, I don't have the money or cash flow is not where it needs to be. If you want to break through, you're going to have to do something different and you're going to have to put money to that next level. One thing I learned when you've gotten to a, a, a certain level in your business as an entrepreneur, and you're doing something and you're trying to say, I'm trying to break through that other part, that other ceiling. You can't do it with the same tactics that you got here with. That whole DIY mentality that we've built everything on, not realizing that you can only, you only have the bandwidth to do so much and you only have the, the, a certain amount of time. What you're spending six months doing, you can pay someone else that can do it in two. Or some people I've met, it's taken them a year and the money that they've lost by not being in market, it costs way more than paying a professional to do it for them. You have to invest in yourself. It's going to cost you something. And if you realize these things and you use some of these tools, reach your hand out, ask for help. You have to ask for help. Realize it's going to cost you something. It is and will always have a cost to it. And you also want to be aware of comfort. 
when you're too comfortable and I face this myself doing really well, making money. And at the, at, at, at a certain point, you realize it's time for that next level, but you don't move the way you used to when you started because now you have comfort. It's a little bit easier. You make good money. You're enjoying your life and you say, I want to go to this next level, but you don't have to push as hard. But guess what? You have to push even harder because the comfort has set in and that's something you have to overcome. And the way you overcome comfort is taking risk. Calculated risks. I don't mean you just walk off a cliff and hope everything works. You take calculated risks. I was always taught as you climb the mountain of success, life, business, you always anchor yourself in as you climb. No rock climber unless you one of those wild ones and you do free climbing. But most climbers will anchor themselves in. So if they fall, they don't fall all the way back to their death. They anchor themselves in as they go. So with all this that we've talked about with getting stuck, I want you to remember something. You're not alone in this. If you take the time and extend your hand and ask for help, be willing to take some risks. It's going to take risks. Be willing to pull on people, pay people to do the things you don't know how to do, to go and start educating yourself, becoming better upping your stock it will help you break away from getting stuck and sometimes what you're what's causing you to be stuck is you have some inner things you have to face some some self-forgiveness that has to go on for you to move to the next level and more than any I found out that that forgiveness of past mistakes past decisions sometimes is the very core of you breaking through stuck take this this day this week and really figure out what it's going to take for you to break through the next level and be impactful what's in your head deserves to be on this earth it deserves to be here it was given to you but if you don't do it just know this Someone else will. Because when that seed was dropped on this earth for that idea, it wasn't just given to you. The question is, are you going to be the one to birth it? It's your decision. It's your decision to do it. And it's your decision not to. This is your host, Michael Durant, with another episode of Canvas. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canvas with Michael Durant. We are always looking to inspire you with people, stories, insights, and things that matter. All politics aside, of course. So visit us online at canvaslive.com. That's K-A-N-V-S live.com. Or follow us on Instagram at canvaslive. If you have what it takes to be a guest, visit canvas.com slash influence to be considered one of our influencers. Until next time, life is a canvas, so paint away.